Hi, and welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of a better intro. Joining me today to talk about our first Arkham update about Arkham Asylum, it's not Grant Skellen, but you've heard him before. Everybody, it's Lawson Broyles. How you doing, Lawson? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Really happy to have you on and really excited to talk about this game. It's great to be here. Really great to have you back. So, you've been playing this game for about how long now? Uh, maybe about a week and a half. Okay, so so not very long. You you caught it on sale, right? Yes, I did. I got the all three of the games for, I think, $20. That ain't bad. So, spoiler free, what are you thinking so far about it? You like it? or? Uh, I really like the gameplay. Um, it plays a lot like an Assassin's Creed game, if you ever played one of those. There, it's a it's very like stealth based. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just go in and fight people, but it's smarter to not. It's smarter to just you know kind of hide and use the environment to your advantage. And I really like the story. I won't go into the story just yet, so that way we can avoid spoilers. But the story is very interesting. And it's really cool seeing how all the characters act with each other. Yeah. Um, I played this game, I guess, about three years ago now, and I'm, I'm working my way through it at the moment to you know talk about it. Um, I can agree. I really like the combat. The combat's really well done. Um, and it's been mirrored in countless other games, like the, the new Spider-Man on PS4 um, and that kind of thing. I, I think the gameplay is really well done. I really like the way they, they use the asylum to kind of confine you, you know, to, to just that. So you can't go ask for help or get away. Just, yes, it's, it's an open world game, but it's a confined open world game. It's not a very large open world game. Yeah, and that world continues to grow as you play the other games in the, in the series. Um, like, the city's bigger and the night is huge. Um, yeah, but I thought... For, I mean, it's one of the greatest video games ever made, and definitely one of the greatest superhero video games ever made, right? I mean, you can't beat that. So yeah, do you have any other points to hit on before you jump over the, the spoiler wall? The animation is definitely something that you have to get used to, but it's a very cool animation style. Like, it, I don't think I've ever played a game that has a similar animation, animation style to these games. Yeah, they, they look almost comic booky, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was reading earlier, um, one developer, they, they had 40 developers when the game was initially started. They expanded to 60 when they when they finished it up, but one developer spent two years programming just Batman's cape using over 700 animations to make sure it looked right. That's crazy. Um, that's just insane. Speaking of insane, we are going to go ahead and jump over that spoiler wall. Um, and talk about the insane plot to this game. So if you haven't played it, go ahead and play along to Lawson. What point, like what location are you at right now? I'm currently in the, I think it's called the Botanical Gardens. Okay. So go ahead and play along into the Botanical Gardens and then come back and listen to the rest of this so we can talk about the story beats. Well, without further ado, here we go. Lawson, what are your, what are your story beat thoughts? Uh, I think it plays really well with the characters. And, well, at first you just think that Joker's staging some big breakout of Arkham when they first figure out that something is going on with Joker. And then as the game develops, you start to find clues about, um, I think Dr. Young was being paid by Joker to develop a new kind of Bane, like like a 
serum. Yeah. So it would make them like Bane, except they wouldn't have to be hooked up to tubes. So this is not the Tom Hardy Bane. This is like the original Bane. Yeah, this is more of the Batman and Robin Bane, giant green glowing guy, instead of, I'm here to stop your football games and give you all coronavirus. Bane. Yeah. So I think it plays out really well that you get to fight different Batman villains instead of just going straight through, running through the levels, and then, boom, fight Joker. Yeah, and um, I don't know what point at the game you're at, but I know you're definitely past Zaz. I thought just running into Zaz, like, immediately was really cool. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, the way they develop the the story along with those characters like scarecrow is a big part of it but you know yes. it's like they're all in on it but it it almost could be its own thing if you really wanted it to be and it's just kind of neat to see all you know the guys that don't get as much credit yeah you can almost make it into a lot of different like smaller games and just develop more story in between going and fighting each of the bosses yeah kind of like telltale did with their I guess duology at this point. They, I don't know if you've played any of those, but they're essentially just that. They're episodic Telltale games, where they you fight a different bad guy at the end of each episode, but it it fleshes out that story. Um, yeah. So where, like, who exactly are you fighting at the moment? Like, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'm about to fight Poison Ivy. I've made my way through the Botanical Gardens. I think the last boss that I defeated was Harley Quinn. Okay. Those character designs on Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are really good, too. Um, Yes. They're, like, classic, but kind of revamped. Yeah. Like, especially Poison Ivy's. They they really kind of strayed from the original, but it looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So what are you, what's your favorite story beat so far? Like, what are you, what are you really enjoying? Story-wise, I think I'm really enjoying kind of the detective work that you have to do in the game. So, like, you can't just... The game just doesn't tell you where to go. It tells you to use clues, like, the, the game's detective mode, to find clues, and then you have to track a trail through the asylum. Yeah. And it, I think that's a really good way of doing things. Um... Something I I remember reading about a while back, you know, when you talk to Oracle and the game slows you to a walk, that's when they're loading everything. That's why you never see a load screen. It's because it's loading while you're walking. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, the, their mechanics and stuff are really neat. Like yeah. All the, all the little gadgets and things that you get to play around with, especially considering this is like, what, 2009? Yeah, I yeah. think that was right. It's really, it's really interesting that you don't start out with all of the gadgets at once. And, like, I think you start out with a battering and, like, a grappling kind of thing where you can, like, get to wedges and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I like how you progressively unlock items. Yeah. And that's something that I thought was really cool and how they kind of, you know, narratively fit it in within that asylum. Like, you know, Batman has stuff that he's been planting here in case something like this happened. Yeah. It's not just oh yeah, because of plot reasons, I can go over here and get stuff. Rip like, something out of the wall. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense in the story. Mm-hmm. Rather than just, for plot purposes, now I have this. Right. And, it, and that's something I really appreciate Rocksteady having done. Having played through almost all three of them, I really appreciate it. They do that in each game, and it just kind of, it, it makes it feel more Batman-y, I guess. 
Now, I've read the um, the graphic novel that this game was somewhat based on, the Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum, A Serious House on a Serious Earth, and it, it follows that same kind of Joker leading Batman through the asylum type thing, except it's a lot trippier. Um, like, the art style is just really weird. Um, but you can kind of, like, if you read the book, you can kind of see where they were going with it. It's just a really neat story, you know? So what else you got, man? That's kind of it. Right now, I would say if I had to give the game a rating, I think I'd give the game probably an eight and a half out of 10. Okay. We're going on the IGN scale here? Yes. Yeah, all right. It's a it's a really good game so far, I guess, from where you are. And from what I remember, it only gets better. Um, I'm trying to catch up to you. I just started a new game on um, hard difficulty, so it's going to take me a minute. But Yeah. Everybody that's listening, if you have not played it and you have a platform where you can access it and play it, I definitely recommend it. And honestly, you can probably get it for ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. It's not. It's not going to cost you a bunch. If you've got a three sixty, I think I picked up the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC and such for something like five bucks. I think it's the same on PlayStation Three. Um, same for Arkham City, and then I. I think Knight's still fairly expensive. But yeah, it's definitely worth picking up, I think, is our consensus so far. So if Lawson is willing to keep coming back, we would love to keep doing these like weekly or bi-weekly or something like that just to kind of you know update you on the progress of the game, listeners. The whole thing this was birthed out of is Lawson bought the game, and I'm like, that's a great game. And then I realized there's not a podcast that talks about Arkham games. And I'm like, there's a niche. And so we have a we have a niche. That's something else to talk about. Um, so this is Arkham update number one. So Lawson, um, thank you for so much for coming on. You want to tell the people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lawson Broyles. Alrighty. And since I don't have Grant to hand over the the podcast hosting duties, I'll tell you where you can find us. We're on Instagram at Much Talk About Nothing. We're on Twitter at MTA and Podcast. You can shoot us an email. Please do. We need a new intro. Give us ideas for that at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com. If you want to leave a review, you can do that at ratethispodcast.com slash muchtalk. And we have a website. Link in the description. I know that's a lot of stuff, but you guys are the smartest listeners in the world, all 30 of you right now. Um, and I really appreciate you listening. And until next time, Ford Lawson, I've been Grant. And we'll catch you then.